the No Ball Games podcast. We're back again. We keep saying this every time we're back again, but hopefully we're back for good this time. Um, it's the yeah. host with the most, um, your boy Adi Ads. Um, we're here today with um, the boys, um, Mr. Gary. Hello. How's it going, Mr. Bell? Yeah, it's all good, mate. All good. Yeah. Just Balls. back from Bodymore Heath, so football's, football's back in some ways, you know, so all good. Yeah, I, I don't think we've actually um, mentioned it, Gary. I don't know if you can mention it, but um, Gary, you're, you've now you've now left London. You're now I'll, I'll sit up north, but it's actually Midlands, but it's north to us either way. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you've got a new role. Can you, can you mention that? Or uh, yeah, so I, um, I I joined Aston Villa. Um, it's been slow, unfortunately, because of COVID. I think a lot of people have found that, but um, it's a great role. Uh, it's going to evolve into uh, coach recruiter, so I'll, I'll be dealing with sevens all the way up to sixteens. Um, so identifying potential talent and um, something I want to talk to Femi about, obviously, um, and, and and coaching as well. You know, so putting the boys that um, the way Villa do it, we 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 simplify how we look at players that. Uh, you know, especially for development centre, um, you, you look at tall, athletic, rapid, maybe likes technique. Can we develop that? Small technicians that like physicality can that evolve itself? But I don't want to bang on too much, so I'll, uh, I'll yeah. turn it back to you, boys. Cool. And then we've also got Mr. The Big Man Ash. What are you saying, bro? Yo, back again. <laughs> we need to stop with these intervals, these big intervals. <laughs> we need to keep it flowing. Yeah, I don't. But on this today's episode, guys, we're, this is, we're going to be continuing the series of life outside the Premiership. Um, so we've got another special guest, um, another local hero. Um, it seems we all get a local heroes, but it is what it is. We're from the ends in it. So um, yeah, a guy that I know quite well. Um, we went to the same school together, played for the same team for a little bit, little bit as well. Um, a very um, intriguing individual, very funny guy, um, very very good guy, very good guy to be around as well. And uh, Quite clean-hearted guy as well, so quite, you know. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, Femi's anyway. Fascinating, but yeah, <laughs> with no overdue, uh, we've got the professional footballer um, currently at Bournemouth Football Club, Mr. Femi Ilasami. Welcome. Yeah, so Femi, how's it going, man? What's life saying, man? What's 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 new? What's new? How's how's everything been going? With you? Life, life is good. It's good. It's good to be here. You know. Um, Obviously, you know it's been 2020 um, with COVID and everything that's been going on. Um, but yeah, it's just about making sure you're developing as a human being yourself during these times. That's something that you can control. So regardless of anything that's happening outside, just make sure your self-development is always in check and you're always trying to progress, you know, that's what you can do right now. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And nothing has changed from February. This is the same February that I was always preaching in school, but you were the guy that... This is... Where things are very rough there, February gave us a long speech. Like, yeah. February, like, <laughs> like, it's not today, bro. It's not today, Imagine we're having a problem here, like with a, a certain individual, like Femi's like, nah, but like, come on, boys, like, if you do this, if you do that, we're cool, we're cool, but like, but like Femi, we're, we're in a problem right now, keep us alone, like, please. <laughs> but yeah, it's good to see you, are still the same, yeah, man, it's good to see you, good to see you. Well, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's crack into it then, I guess. Um, as we mentioned, obviously, this episode is about life outside the premiership. Um, 
But um, so you unfortunately, um, unfortunately haven't made it into the Premiership as a footballer, yeah. professional yeah. footballer. But you are a professional footballer. So um, give us a bit of a background regarding your story and obviously how you started off and where you came from and what made you go down the route you are now. Yeah, um, obviously at the when you went to the same school, um, I grew up in Aldera State. It's around the corner from Peckham, but. Uh, D-block, D-block. <laughs> Alsby, Alsby's a weird area. It's like, I always like referring it to like a deserted island. And what I mean what I mean by that is, even though it's round the corner from Peckham, Bermondsey, uh, Camberwell, it was the area that in, in Southwark that, that was neglected. Um, what I mean by that was there was nothing for like, youth to engage in, whereas Peckham had their Malola Taylor Centre, uh, you know what I mean, all these other football schemes, same as Bermondsey, but Aylesbury kind of got neglected, so it was just it was just kind of a thing where I've, I've, I've just had to navigate my way through, you know what I mean, and meet people when I went to school, obviously I met you, um, you, you brought me to Peckham, you know what I mean, and that's when, that's when I really started playing football and started taking it seriously. How old were you when you started playing? I was then? I was a very late, late, late bloomer. So I started playing around the age of Yeah, he was. I can I can vouch for that because um, sorry, sorry to cut you <laughs> off there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go straight yeah. into it. I'm going straight into it. So, <laughs> I'm not even holding back. So basically in school, Femi, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong in it. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But um I think I was I was the guy in football to an extent. One of not the guy. I was one of the guys. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah, is that fair to yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, Femi was one of those ones that I think. What are you doing, like? <laughs> what, are you, like what are you really yeah. doing? But with Femi, I, I, the credit I got to give to you, Femi, is that you were the ones that nobody, with all due respect, nobody took you serious. Yeah. But out of nowhere, it was like, who is this? Like, what's going on? Like, is this Femi? Like, wow. Uh, wait, wait. This uh, this is us speaking. Let me jump in here, please. Yeah. yeah. Because I've played football with Femi, yeah? We play from the same team. Which, by the way, Femi, it doesn't show up on your Wikipedia, St. John's, <laughs> innit? Yeah. What's going on, Femi? That's true, though. And that's, so what, and that's what where it started, that, yeah. innit? What age was that at, though? Femi, that was probably under no, 12. That, 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 was, that was under 12. Yeah, that was under 12. That was... Um... To, to, to what? To about under 40. Yeah. 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 We spent a couple yeah. of years together. So I'm going to ask you the same question, that, um, Femi, mm. yeah? You played with me as yeah. well, innit? Let them know that man was a boy. Ashley was the best. <laughs> Ashley was the best. That's, that's, that's. Femi, Ash tells us every podcast that he no, was the best. No, Ashley was the best. Addy, Ashley was better than you. Ashley no was way. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. People don't, don't realise this. So. Femi, Femi, we've had this argument so many times. Ashley was, this, yeah. Ashley, no, I'll tell you what Ashley no. had, yeah. Ashley was technical, man, from a young age. Yeah, was it, it was Zidane Ronaldinho yeah, really, kind of thing. I'm not even guessing it. Oh, yeah. oh how do you play football? Do you, Femi, do you, do you, do you find that there was players better than you, like your own age group in the group you played with and hung about with? Was was there players that were a lot better than you? Yeah, like I said, like where, 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 but it was there was nothing. We just had a cage. And we had to just yeah. figure it out by ourselves. Like, there was no coaches in the community. 
but it's a hotbed down there. You know, everybody talks about that triangle, like you know, Peckham, Brexit, yeah. Lewisham, Croydon, all that. Area. Yeah. It's a hotbed of talent, and and everybody thinks it's all the cage football. You know, Man United. I've got cages now in the training ground, and they let kids go and play. They've created, tried yeah. to replicate it, but. Do you think you can replicate it in such an environment where all that money thrown at it, or do you think there's some there needs to be that run? It needs to be organic. Yeah. organic I feel like it needs yeah. to be organic, yeah. and you also need to have people, people around that can that can push you. Uh, um, that yeah. that can that can help you get through the journey. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Brixton, a lot of footballers come from Brixton because Brixton have always had a place called Brixton Rec. Uh, and a lot of my yeah. footballer friends that are from Brixton, they they were going there from the ages of eight, nine years old, whereas we didn't yeah. have that. Same with Peckham, same with Hermansey, with Millwall yeah. Community Scheme. We didn't have that. It's only, I, yeah. I, obviously, I played with Ashley at St. John's, um, under 12s. We, um, but it's yeah. only when I went to Peckham and I started seeing, oh, some serious footballers. Even even till now, like even in the summer, like during COVID, I went to play football with my friends, and couple couple people from Peckham came, and and even the way they play is different to the people from Alsbury. They're just naturally really more talented. Sorry, friends, quite right. So just so people are aware, like Alsbury to Peckham, um, is probably literally through the park, a five minute walk through the park. So it just shows how different. What he's trying to mention the areas are in regards to footballing sense as well. It's not That's just amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? When, when did you first get scouted? Then, I never maybe? actually got scouted. So yeah, so, ah. so, so before we go into that, actually, um, so obviously you just go big, big back regarding your footballing history. So you you mentioned obviously uh, when I brought you to Peckham, you came to Peckham, and then what, what happened? Yeah, then? we we joined we joined um, um, Peckham All Stars or SNF Peckham. Uh, we started playing, but where we trained, you start integrating with people that were actually um, taking football seriously. So that's where I met the Mustafa Carayos, um, you know what I mean? Other players that unfortunately didn't make yeah. it, but they were very, very good. Very good. Daniel Johnson, he's yeah. at um, North End now. Uh, I met all of these type of yeah. players and I realised that these players are really good and this is where I need to be around. So um, I, 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 yeah. I made. I told myself, that, look, I need to be coming around here more. I know it's a rough area, and we had to deal with that side of things. But um, yeah, footballing wise, that's where the talent was. So that's where I needed to be, and that's so when fun. I started um, progressing and becoming better as a player. And, yeah. and what, what was the what was the structure like, Femi? Because it's incredible. You know, you're talking about all these guys that are pros along with yourself and that, and and it's it's almost as if you were a band of brothers just all hanging out in one area playing. Was there structure? Was there any mentor? Was there anyone saying, you know, like, you you lot have got a chance to make it in the game if you work hard? Or, or was it, it just In, in Peckham, there was, guys? most definitely, I believe. Um, there was a lot of coaches yeah. um, that, that, that looked out for players and encouraged and pushed players, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so Femi, quickly, quickly, quickly. Let me just yeah. ask this question here. So, Femi, you see how Adi was saying at the start, in school, he was the guy and no one really kind of took you too seriously when it came to yeah. your footballing abilities. And similar with yeah. St. John's, there was myself and Godfrey, Godfrey yeah. 
we'll, we'll obviously, yeah, we'll obviously put ourselves yeah. above you ability wise. But then, what part of you kind of made that that transition to say, Do you know what? I'm just gonna put myself out there a bit more because I don't know if this story is correct, but I was once told that yeah, once you had left St John's and whatnot, you was without a club, but you were still getting up early in the morning and going yeah. running. Now, at that age group, 15, 16, we would never think to wake up in the morning and go running just for yeah. the sake of running. So we'll yeah, never do it. So, so, man, so yeah. how did that come about? Like, where did that mindset kind of come from? Um, it's just it's just always the case of, I've always been aware of what we've been around. You know what I mean? I haven't been blind blind to it. You know, where we grew up, it was not, it's not a nice area and you want to you wanna navigate your way out of it. And I felt like, okay, mm. okay I've got this raw talent it's just about polishing it up and using it to get myself out of the situation that I'm in. Uh, always, I've always mm. been motivated. I've always been kind of motivated, you know what I mean? But it's just kept growing and growing as I got older. And yeah, fortunately. So did you see the, yeah. did you see the talent before you had to just add the hard work or did you always have hard work and need to add to the talent? I've always had the work ethic. And yeah, before, before the, the talent came along. Mm. That's fantastic. I, I would 100% agree with that, actually, mm. Fabian, mm. but I think that's exactly, you hit a nail on the head there, exactly the reason why you made it is because you had yeah. the hard work ethic. And then, for say, for example, regarding talent-wise, the talent came because mm. of the hard work ethic. So you surpassed mm. everybody because you worked hard and you naturally worked on your skill set to become yeah. better than everybody else. So it was testament yeah. to yourself of what, mm. what you've done and what you've achieved. It's amazing. Because and we weren't doing I, that at that age. No, no, we didn't think of it at all. We just yeah. thought talent ourselves would take it to the next yeah. place, not yeah. thinking that... Yeah. So in, in, in that in that gra- in that sense, sorry. So I gotta give a big, big shout out to um Daniel Taylor Center and, and yeah. some of the individuals in it. I think they shaped a lot of people. So for example, um you want you, you you met him actually, um Gary, a guy called Joe. Mm-hmm. He spoke to him, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Joe made a massive he pretty much yeah, made a lot Joe. of careers. One, one, he doesn't he doesn't realise it. He doesn't realise it. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. He, What's crazy? A crazy story about Joe is like he, like my little brother. Yeah. I got two little brothers, and we all yeah. played under Joe. Like he's that, and where the age difference is, my little brother now is nineteen. My, brother, my youngest brother is eleven. So that's mm, how long yeah. he's been there, and how he's, he's had an impact in that in that environment. And also another big shout Dominic out to Dominic. Well, yeah. um, mm. Dominic is yeah. foundation. He's foundation Peckham yeah. of youth players, like from a very young age, and he's still part of that whole process now of. Um, creating players from, from Southwark and Peckham yeah. area in particular. And then if, for me and Femi as well, I don't know if, if you can agree with this, but I think the change for you and for me in regards to our football ability was when they got in Fabian yeah. and Dean. 100% could actually play in it. And and I think they would... Did they play professional? semi-professional? I think the yeah, 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 I think the played. They played, they played and they understood football. They actually understood the tactical side of it and the technical side of it. So that's that helped us develop even more. You're right with that one. Mm. Yeah. Funny thing about Dean as well, that um just showed how old <laughs> I am. I'm not that old by the way, but um, <laughs> um my little brother plays with his son okay. in the same team. It's crazy. I went to a match the other day and I saw Dean. I was like, What are you doing? So my son's there. It's like, oh, oh my okay. brother plays the same team. It's crazy, but that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually mad. But yeah, so going on past that now, Femi, so obviously you left Peckham. So, okay, let me, let me add on to that. So what yeah. happened? Our team, I believe we were very, very, very good. I think yeah. it was actually too good for our league. Um, yeah. We bullied our league. 
But for whatever reason, I think Eagle came into it. So we we was I think it was year ten or year eleven, and then um basically we were speaking very yeah. too good for this for this team. So the, we, we were together properly for I guess yeah. I guess a season and a half, but one season was together properly, and then after that season, everybody yeah. wanted to go take the next step. So we all yeah. didn't go back to that team. So you left. So to go away. Um, obviously, my friend Godfrey was at AFC Wimbledon, but this was at the time that AFC Wimbledon had diminished. And they had to start from the ground up all over again. No? So, yeah. my friend Godfrey and my other yeah. friend Michael, Makakiri, they went there. And um, I think Makakiri was in the A team, Godfrey was in like the B team. And Godfrey was like to me, yo, um, yeah, come, come down, come down. So, obviously, I, I went there, but obviously... I just want to rewind a little bit. I was obviously, when I was playing with you, Addy, and actually I was like a striker, winger, whatever, yeah? And then, then yeah, there was yeah. one tournament I went to in the summer and I played left back and then everyone was like, oh, Femi, you should be a left back. So when I've gone to AFC Wimbledon, um, I went there as a left back. And, and it done me wonders because obviously with the attributes I had, it was always I was always hard working. I was always so that position suited me, and I was very good at one v one defending. So when I went to AFC Wimbledon, they signed me. But, yeah, but Fem. So just to kind of go back on the, some of the stuff that you said, yeah. So with that tournament, you going left back was that just because you were the only left footed brother nah. there at the time? Because nah, you know back then. No one really wants to go and play left back, especially yeah. being a left winger, yeah. as I've known you, and playing attacking yeah. football. Like, how it's, it's crazy that yeah. you could just change your mindset in the space of a day almost to now having a defensive mind. Yeah. And as you're saying, you know, I found myself, I'm good at 1v1s. How does that all happen from being the yeah. attacker you, now? You, I'm you, defending you know, you know, you know the boys, you know the boys, actually. I you know, I went to a football yeah. tournament with Godfrey, Richard. Um, Larry, um, um, my brother, my brother, yeah, Bibbs and yeah, yeah, play attacking. yeah, yeah. Someone's got a hold of four at the back, ain't they? Uh, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wasn't as good as any of those boys at the time, so it was like, you're gonna have to go left back, you're gonna have to go in the fence, yeah. So it was just by and look yeah, how it works out. That's crazy. I've done really That's well crazy. then. Um, one of the, I think, I think I was up against one of the, one of the better olders from the area, and I, and I got the better of him. And they were like, "Oh no, that's your position. No, you need to, you need to play that position." And I was like, "All right." And that was the boys. That it, was the boys. The it was the boys. It was the boys. Yeah, there's no coach at yeah. these times. It's just yeah, we're going to first with the boys. Yeah, there's no coach. Like five, not eleven aside Like five aside. Five aside, seven. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Fem, so when you've gone yeah. to AFC wow. Wimbledon, why did your mind not say naturally I'm I'm a forward player, so I'm going to come here to try and play forward rather than you go you've gone there and said, oh yeah, I'm a left back. Why are you no, now a left yeah. back? Yeah, I just thought to myself, I will be a better left back than I am a better left midfielder. You know, and obviously, I've done well in midfield. And I done well when I played attacking way, but it was as the others. For example, when I was at St John's, I scored 
twenty something goals, but then Godfrey had Godfrey had, Godfrey had forty something goals. You know what I mean? Like they were talking about St. John's. I've got twenty something goals, but then Godfrey, Godfrey's got forty yeah, something yeah, yeah. goals, and we're playing in the same position. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I realized that, yeah, I can do a job up there, but it's not as it's not as good as everyone else. You know what I mean? Even like when we're uh, Peckham, Addy. Yeah, yeah. I think me and you had similar numbers. Do you know what I mean? I think even might have had more goals than me. Do you know what I mean? Um, I was more of a creator than a scorer. Oh, I couldn't finish. Boo. I'm like, yeah, I finish. That's one, that's one thing I can agree. I couldn't finish. But I was a creator. Yeah. I was a creator. I was so, my, I, I, I so, yeah, I always delivered with numbers, but it just like compared to others, my numbers wasn't. So I thought to myself, I might be a better than I am, than I am an attacker, you know? That's, you're so grown, you know. That's such a grown up <laughs> decision to make. Yeah. It is. It's it's massive. But you you know, in the academy system, obviously, I'm I'm I've been in it for twenty years. Um, every time you get this position position specific requirements at the older age groups, left mm. back, left back, left back, goalkeeper. So it was a great decision because they're yeah. so hard to find good left backs. For a start, only ten yes. percent of the population are left footed. And then to have the discipline and understanding, uh, you know, you need everything out there, don't you? You need pace, you need, like, good yeah. 1v1 defending and attacking these days. So, yeah, it's yeah. so hard to find. Oh, it's a great choice. Yeah. And, and, and to add, and yeah. to add on to that, sorry, it's quite for me, is that I was going to mention, so you're now, you're now going to trial to AFC Wimbledon. So prior to that, so in between your, your between the age of 11 to 15, 16, did you, did you know you wanted to be a, a pro footballer? Yeah. Was that your aim? To be fair, my big, my big brother, not my blood brother, but my big brother, Enaka, he, 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 he went on and he, he tried to play football and he, he went, he's gone on. He, I think he done his YT at Sheffield United. And I was like, there, there is a chance here. But other than that, not, no one else really, you know what I mean? At that age. So what I'm trying to imply is that, did you, at a young age, did you say, do you know what I'm saying? Like Mustafa, he, in his interview, he mentioned from the beginning, he said he's going to make it as a professional footballer. Was that your aim or was it just something that just... No, it became my aim as I went, as I got older. So I would say by the time I turned 15, 14, 15 years old, I said to myself, yeah, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I'll say around those. Two. So you were never so, in the academy system, um, Femi, no? When I was at AFC Wimbledon, um, I was there playing and then I decided to write to clubs. Yeah. So this is why I said I never got scouted. Right. So okay. me and my friend Larry, um, Larry made me a CV. We lied. On that CV, it said I played for Charlton. It said I played for this. I didn't play for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that, you know. I always felt no, you played for Charlton, you know. No. You didn't make it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we set that off to loads of clubs. Loads of clubs. And then Southend and Gillingham offered me an open trial. An open trial. So right. how open trials work are uh, you, you turn up about 100 to 200 kids. Yeah. And you just play loads yeah. of matches. Um, I done well in that in that in that stage. 
and then they both offered me a next another trial in the 11 v 11 so like the 22 best players out of the open trial yeah. you know uh, so, and yeah, Freddie, was back. this you as a left back yeah so they offered me okay. that um i bought i bought a couple of people in remember shown Ade. so he came south and yeah yeah uh, yeah so did david yeah he came how you know so so yeah, yeah um we done the I done we done the eleven v eleven. So I've gone to South End and we played the eleven v eleven. Then I think the following week or whatever I've gone to Gillingham. But on the way to Gillingham, I didn't have a train ticket. So <laughs> I got kicked off the train. <laughs> you know, Gillingham's like I don't know how much the tickets are, probably at twenty pounds, thirty pounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So no, I was so really late. I was really, really trial. late to the trial. So I turned up at like oh. half time or something to the trial. They still let me play 45 minutes, but it it, it wasn't going to happen, you know? It wasn't going to happen there. So yeah. South End. Now, Femi, there must be crazy stories about how... I don't know if you was there with us. We went on football trials and inspectors were all onto us and we didn't make it, it was too far like, and actually this is a very very it's, common it's, it's story a common story, story but it's like to make it that people don't yeah it's get. crazy like these are the things that are stopping us not having enough money <laughs> to travel to travel to, for opportunity we can't even you know what I mean for an interview basically like, yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. what's blocking us you know what I mean and... yeah I agree and I, th- I think the big clubs like Chelsea um, invest a lot, yeah. especially with the younger boys now. They they, yeah, they get the yeah. old Addison Lee Cub or yeah. other Cub films are available. I meant to a lot of young players. But yeah, they do. And it's a big thing. I mean, the stories are here, mate, you know, in the programme now to, to, to combat the, the logistics issues is like parents yeah. get paid two grand a month expenses for travel to get yeah. the kid there. You know, it's insane. But you can see why because Look at, I mean, you know, yeah. look at Jaden Sancho, Bellingham, yeah. worth hundred million now. And if you find a, a gem like that, you know, in South yeah. London, it's the place you're going to find it. So people are rectifying that, and um, you know, the the clubs are putting investing heavily, yeah. making sure the kids exactly. get, get there. I think it's a good thing. Exactly. I do. It's genuinely Yeah, I do. You know, um, if we had that, if we yeah, had that, back then there'll be a lot more footballers. You know, that they are that that came out of our generation. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think to add on to that as well. So I know I know I've kind of mm. stopped you in your tracks there, Femi, but I think this is very important to mention. So um, obviously, you mentioned financially to make for us to go to all these X, Y, and Z clubs. They say on yeah. the outskirts of London or a bit further out, um, it's pretty much impossible for us because we we will all get in. 10 to 5, 15 yeah. pound a week school fees yeah. school for, for lunch money and then ask someone for extra 20 yeah. pound a month is like bro like you feel you feel bad yeah. asking your parents for that so we took the risk to go to these yeah. places to try and get trials and yeah. get fines and yeah. giving out fake <laughs> names and you know how it, <laughs> it was literally it was. a gamble for us and you literally have to take that gamble mm-hmm. and you might be in trouble for yeah. it but you're doing it for to better yourself but a lot of people don't realise that's what yeah, we're trying exactly. to do to go further in life so it's a lot of um, and I was going to mention so in regards to, I can't speak for other people, but for, I can speak for my team in particular. I know a lot of people can relate to this as well, that I realised to make it as professional is so much easier if your yeah. parents are on board. Like, it's absolutely crazy how, if you have a supportive yeah. parents that will follow you to your games and 
help you travel. Or is, is the parents play a bigger yeah. role to extend the the child because, like for example, let's stop, yeah. I mean, our parents yeah. they are working. They're not coming yeah. to our matches to watch our matches. It's not happening. It was there's there's no yeah. way around it. Like mum to a match. Oh, sorry, I got I was yeah. nice. unless yeah. it's a final. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll make but it to yeah, the final. That's a great point, Adi. The thing is, as well, you realize, you know, nowadays if you're in a cat one academy, you've got to train three times a week. Three weeknights and a Saturday mm-hmm. morning, and then have a match on a Sunday. Now that's five trips back and yeah. forth to that club. Yeah, it's people have, have, have accused the game of almost becoming middle class a bit because of that, you know, whereby it's only middle class parents with a bit of money that can get there, which is completely yeah. wrong because it is it is the ultimate game of the people football, you know, and it should mm-hmm. always be that, and that's why. It's a good thing that the clubs make an effort, you know, some of them to, to transport the kids that can't get there and stuff. Yeah. But it's a massive point, Adi. Absolutely, hundred percent massive. Yeah, so, so Femi, you're you're if I'm correct, don't, uh, if I remember yeah. right, isn't your dad a pastor, right? So was did he did he and your mum encourage you to play football or were they? What do you know? Sunday Sunday strict. matches, yeah, were they were like, um, oh, you, you go go to church? Yeah, and, it was. Like, it was, was that day. It was always you got to go to church. You gotta to go to church, and because my brother was trying to see football as well, my older brother, he was playing on Sundays, and it wasn't they, they were never let both of us on Sunday. So at first, what I started doing was going on a Sunday, and then going for an hour, and then while everyone's like in the middle of like a powerful prayer, I'll just dip out. <laughs> <laughs> just turn up. I remember, if you remember, Adi, I used to always turn up late. I used to always, I used to always turn up late. I can't remember. I can't remember. I had no. to at least be in church before I go. But then it got to, a point, yeah, it got to a point when Serious? my brother. Serious. Well, only it got to a point when my brother and just said, "You know, then you play football, I'll, I'll go to church because they, they said it." Yeah. Wow. Serious. So, yeah. Oh wow. Massive, 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 but it's paid, it's paid off for both of us, you know. So, so fantastic. No, kudos yeah. to your brother, man. That's absolutely amazing to take that sacrifice for your younger brother. Say, yeah, do you know what? I believe awesome. you. you awesome. That's amazing, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, you know, my my uh, my missus is um, very strong Christian, and she goes doesn't go at the moment, obviously, to church. But um, and we go, and I've got my two little boys, but she does let them play football but they go to church when they can and stuff and yeah. it, it, it's a difficult one because when you have religious beliefs um, you've got to, you've got to stick to them you know and yeah. you know going off track a wee bit but Michael Jones was, was one of the finest number sevens in rugby history I played for All Blacks and he was a Christian and so the story goes that the Springboks made the the Mandela final on the Sunday so that Michael Jones couldn't play <laughs> against them <laughs> and he didn't play in the final you know so it's, it's, crazy. it's, it's incredible Serious, man. that's crazy people so as, as Adi said for your brother to make that sacrifice for you it's, it's phenomenal phenomenal you know and, and, and like I said it works out for both of us because he's the one that's that that's looked after me for most of my career um, yeah you know what I mean and and now he's got his own roster of players as well so yeah so it's worked out, yeah. Brilliant. That's it. So to fast track back, I know I stopped you there. You mentioned obviously the South End and Chelsea Oh yeah, so I'm going to continue there. South End will then be 11 v 11 of, um, from the first trial. And I've done well there. And then I got invited to a six-week trial. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of for the trial, and there was a few from the trials that I saw there. And I was at under 15 at this point. I remember it, under 15s, going into under 16. And yeah, I played, played my first match against Stevenage. And it was out of my depth. I'll never forget. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was 15, but I played in a 16s game. Right. Against Stevenage. And so, so just that yeah, one level above, you can see the big difference. Like, I remember I didn't want the ball. You didn't nah. want the ball? I didn't want the ball, nah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's really interesting. Was that was that a mental thing or was it do you think your ability? What what, what do you think? Oh, well, physicality it was, was yeah, what turned you off that mental. Day? It was yeah. mental. Obviously the ability, the players are better, but I think it was more mental because for me to not want the ball. I think I even said to one of the players, don't pass the ball to me. <laughs> really? Your head was gone. I've had a couple of those moments in my career where I just think, wow. You know what I mean? So, so Fem, was it a case of something happened in the game where, I don't know, it was a loose touch or you gave the ball away or was it before the match and you see the ability of these players that just made you start and well, it never, I just went, thought, it never uh, went well? Why I say it's mental because I don't think my mind, if my mind was in it, I would have been able to assess the tempo. But when I, when I stepped so on the pitch, it just seemed like everything was happening so fast. It just was happening okay. so fast then I couldn't get to grips with it. Whereas if I just focused, I feel like, yeah, I would have, I would have had it under control. But yeah, fortunately, they didn't get rid of me. They didn't get rid of me after that game. And then the following week, we played... Brentford, but that was a 15. So that yeah. was my age group, and I done really well then. And then after like two weeks, they were like to me, um, yeah, we're just we're gonna sign you. We're gonna sign you. I remember the manager said to me, You you're raw. He used the word raw, you know, and you've got potential. So we're gonna try and fulfill your potential. So yeah, yeah. um signed at the end of the under 15 season. And yeah, went into the under sixteen season as a South Engineer player. So how did how did that feel? Once he said you're raw and we're gonna sign you, obviously this is your first club. Listen, Femi ran through the whole of the army stream and I made it, bro. How did you react? <laughs> so it was oh. yeah, it was kind of big. It was kind of big. They were in the champion yeah. time. So yeah, I, I was I was I was I was delighted to be honest. I'm not gonna lie, I was delighted. Like I'm finally watching the game. So okay, so how did your parents feel about that? Basically, I think at this point they started to see that okay, it's it can happen. It's real, you know. Seriously, Obviously, yeah. I don't knock them for not believing it at the start. They only got what they've seen before them. So when they're telling me to become accountant and all this type of stuff. It's the, it's the safest route, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, when they start to see that, okay, this this is real, this is not a dream, so it, it can be a reality, then that's when they start getting behind me a little bit more, you know? 
Yeah. Did they uh, did they make you um, make you think about a backup plan at all? Yeah, Maybe did they? Did you? Football was the backup plan in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was never plan A, um, you know. But it was plan A for me. So yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 so, I mean, when did you start? You played for the youth team after that, or for... yeah. So obviously, I went south end, and it was, it was, it was, it was a year of. I learned a lot in that year. I learned so much in that year. Um, I became yeah. a better player. Obviously, not good enough because I didn't. They, they obviously sat me down and told me I'm not getting a scholarship. But right, okay. I, I do believe that I developed and I became a proper, proper decent player after that year. Yeah. Still loads to work on. Still loads to work on. But. Yeah. So, what, what, what was your setup regarding training and all that type of stuff? Saturdays. Um, matches on Saturdays, obviously, but um, Southend's not close, so there was a lot of turbulence um, in regarding that. I think there was one day, even on the way to the match, I didn't have a ticket. And police chased me and my mate. Like, hmm. so, um, we got to the game late, <laughs> like little things like that. But that's that's you, when you're young, you don't even notice that these are obstacles. You just you just think it's part of it's just part and parcel, yeah. isn't it? That's that's how you think. Yeah. Did the club offer to pay for your transport? A point where they just like they they made an agreement with the school, with the school I was going attending, and they said that okay, cool, once a week, uh, Femi doesn't have to go to school. And he comes in and trains with the youth team under 18 once yeah. a week. Yeah. So I started doing that, which was really good, which was really, really good just to have it in. Yeah. Right? Because there, you're, you're, you're training with the youth team, but you're seeing first team players in and around the building as well. You know what I mean? So you're, you're getting yeah. immersed into the culture, so in, into like the routine of turning up early, having breakfast breakfast with the boys, training, having lunch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And all of that. So it was, it was good to, to see that um, still as a schoolboy. And yeah, it just made me want it even more. But Tremendous. unfortunately, didn't get the scholarship. So, so uh, for those who don't know, what is the scholarship? Well, I don't know what they call it now. I think they call it uh, YT. It's always been called that. But yeah, um, it's basically when they they start paying you to play between the age of 16 and 18. It's not a lot of money, but you start getting paid to play, basically. And then you basically play football full time. So you go in Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, play matches on Saturdays. Then you go college twice a week uh, to study BTEC sports. And yeah, you, you, basically you're full time. You're a full time footballer, but at youth level. Yeah. So when when they said they're not offering you the scholarship, what did you think? Like, did, was the dream over? Yeah. Or did you still have that mentality there of okay, I'm going to write to some more clubs now? It was heartbreaking. Obviously, focus focus. What when did, so what did you have to do? Indulging into things that. Uh, did you did you think about quitting at all, Femi? No, I didn't quit. But there was a period where. It was on football was on the back back burners for for, for yeah. a while, and right. my energy I put energy into things that I shouldn't have done, you know. 
Um, but obviously, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. So the fortunate yeah. thing is that that happened at the age of 15, 16. And, and the next stage was I went straight into college. I didn't, it's not like I was idle, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like I wasn't doing anything or I was just yeah. sitting at home doing nothing. The fortunate thing is, okay, okay, this didn't work out, all right, I'm going to college. So I went college and then I went to St. Charles. Uh, my mate Godfrey and Michael were still at AFC Wimbledon. So they've obviously told me to come back and I've come back now. And AFC Wimbledon have had a couple, couple promotions since the time of left so I think they were like in a Ryman league right okay <laughs> and I went there and I was just playing there just cracking on there cracking on literally cracking in, on. in the first team what's that was that in the first team? no that was the under 18s yeah yeah so I was just cracking on there and I remember because of how much I developed as a player I played one 18s game and from then they were like all right cool we want you to play in the reserves so I started playing 18s and reserves at 16, which was very good for my development. And I was also going to... I think the appetite started coming back. So I was also going to um, Welling, Welling United. And I was just trying to see which one kind of pops off first, the Welling or yeah. AFC Wimbledon, you know? And, yeah. and there was a point where I was 16 and I was playing in both of the reserve teams, you know? And I was doing really well. Fantastic. And then... And then we played. We, I think, I think I'm playing in the reserve. I'm doing well. And then I think one day I get the call, and they're like, "Hey, from the first team, yeah, you, they want you to play." So, wow. yeah. So um, I played. I've, I've went to the game, turned up to the game with the first team. First time I've met the first team, and I played that game, and I've done all right. I've done all right. Well, obviously, yeah. I was 16. It seems like I've done really well, you know. I, in, in my heart, I think I was just yeah. all right that game. Um, yeah. And then from after that, we played another friendly against QPR. And then when we played QPR, um, I done. We played against their youth team. I done really well. I scored a rare goal. <laughs> I left back. I didn't score much, but I scored a rare goal. <laughs> and yeah. After the game, all the boys were like, yeah, QPR, we're going to come for you. And then, yeah, like, a day or two later, QPR said, yeah, we want to invite you in on the trial. Wow. Yeah, so gone QPR now on trial, playing, playing. And then uh, they've told me, yeah, we want you to play a game against Watford Reserves. Uh, I was like, all right, no problem, Watford Reserves. But I was 16 at the time, so I was thinking, wow, like, not even a not even a youth team game. Like, reserves, you yeah. throw me in the deep end, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've turned up at the game and funny enough, it was at Orham Wood. That's what, that used to be Watford's reserve ground. And I turned up yeah. and I'm seeing Watford, like, I don't know, they must have not had a game that weekend because they literally put out their first team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Ashley Young turns up. Yeah. The best, yeah. All the best, like, oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. And and I remember like I'm um, I'm um, warming up with the boys and I remember they're playing the game two touch, but obviously at these ages my technical ability was was not as good as as everyone else's. I've always I've always like when at a young age I always lacked technically. Um, so I remember in the warm up I'm 
And it's the first time I'm meeting the QPR boys and we played two touch. And I remember I dropped the ball, yeah. And the QPR, like my teammates just start laughing at me. And I'm like, wow, this is a warm welcome, you know. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. So we played the game, played the game, and I remember I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, but at half time, they, they're talking, and the manager goes to me, Yeah, Fern, this ain't Mickey Mouse anymore. Because I used to do a lot of I used to do a lot of mazy runs. So I used to get the ball from left back and just drive. Yeah. And I was doing it in the Watford game, but it didn't come off a couple of times. And he was like, this ain't, this ain't Mickey Mouse no more. You can't just pick up the ball and just run with it anymore. Like, all of that. Yeah. And, and I was like, all right, cool. The second half came out. It was a tough, tough game. Like, one of the hardest games I've ever played in. Really. And, yeah, and I remember they took me off. But I done well that game. I gave it everything I got. And, and, yeah. and I came off at, like, eight, 80th minute. And then when I've come off, well, I can't remember the score, to be honest. I can't remember the score. But I remember the manager pulling pulling me off and said, yeah, we're going to sign you. We're going to give you that sponsorship. But that was about two-thirds two thirds through the season. So it was the back of right. my first season as a first-year scholar. So yeah, said, we're going to sign you. Um, they, obviously, they were like, yeah, come training, blah, 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 all of that. And then next year... Will be an official, official um, YT. So I just knocked out the rest of the year, and then going into my second year as a scholar, yeah, I was a QPR player. It was a, it was a dream come true, to be honest. Fantastic. Yeah. So is that when you became a professional footballer? Yeah, I remember I was on the phone to my friend Toby. Um, I went to my college, and we was on the phone for like an hour, and we just wasn't saying anything to each other on the phone. He's always been, he's always been like me as well. And obviously, now he manages Stormzy, but um, he's always been like me, and he's always like been a hard worker and, and always dream, dream big things. You know what I mean? So we were just on the phone like, "This is the start, man. This is the start of of, of everything." And do you think it? Um... Do you think it benefited you not to have been in the academy from a young age? Hundred percent. Like I believe everything that's happened has just made my appetite for 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 the game more than everyone else's. You know what I mean? And yeah. And even up until now, you know what I mean. My appetite for the game is 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 more than a lot of people's. Even younger players that are coming through the door, my appetite is more than. Do you know what I mean? And and not just in football and everything I want to do in life, in life, you know. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's a great point, mate, because I see kids that go in at six years old to cross, yeah. and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I, 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 it's a blur to me now, you know, but I, morally I don't think it's right, but the problem is everyone does mm -hmm. it. But if you think of it, you go in at six to 16, mm -hmm. by 16 you've had a career almost. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's not a real career, but you've had 10 years of the same thing week in, week exactly. out. Exactly. Your hunger must get challenged. The, 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 the desire must be challenged. Yeah, yeah 100%. I, I, I seriously believe there's got to be a little bit of turbulence. Now, obviously, in my yeah. situation, there didn't have to be that much that much turbulence, you know, but but there has to be a certain degree of turbulence for you to appreciate what you're doing and to appreciate that you're yeah. in a privileged position, position mm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there has to be that. You look at all the all the stories of all the, 
the great footballers or whatever, like Alex Awobi, uh, he he was the last to get a scholarship. Wilfred Zahard was not playing at a point in the youth team. Um, so you just look around and you see all of that, but you, and then you yeah. look at what is that turbulence has created, you know. And I always say there's 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 two shifts in football. I always say there's two massive shifts in football. I always say the the person that was the guy in under 16s is not going to be the, the guy in under 18s. And the person that's the yeah. guy in under 18s is not going to be the guy when you get a pro. Reason being is because they're, 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 given, they're given everything for such a young age. It's the person yeah. that's not given everything, that's watching that, that's thinking, no, I want to be in your position, that, that, that receives all the benefits. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Even younger now, Femi, you see fourteen-year-olds. Yeah. They've got Nike sponsorship yeah. deals. They're the top boy. They're treated like yeah. this, that, and other. Suddenly, a kid comes in from Portugal or Spain, yeah. and that kid isn't the top boy exactly. anymore. And he goes off the rails. His head exactly. goes. It completely goes. I feel like yeah. no. I agree. It's a great yeah, point, mate. No struggle. There's no glory. So. You always, you always got to make sure that something is motivating, something is pushing you. That, all right, cool. And if you, if you are number one, listen, there's nothing wrong with being number one from under 16s. But if you are number one, you got to make sure you stay number one. It's just that yeah. simple because there is somebody that's behind you, and that's I want your position, or I want to be in the first. The same. Hungrier, yeah, they're hungrier than you. Yeah, you need to realize that these kids are young, so they're making teenage mistakes. I feel like, yeah, they're not making, they're not do, make, they're mm-hmm. not doing anything that's criminal. They're making, they're doing things that people their age do. But what it is that they don't yeah. realize that they're in the public yeah. eye and and who they are. You know what I mean? To to like to the environment. So they're not. They yeah. shouldn't be doing these things. No one's out there telling them, or look, I know, I know you I know people your age are, are doing that, but you can't do that because you're in a public eye. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, like yeah. Co- co- do you think the clubs should be yeah. more responsible? What's that? Do you think the clubs should be more responsible in terms of? I feel like they them. need people around them, and this is what this is where I feel like football clubs need to just change their structure a little bit and and bring people in to help kids with this. You know what I mean? Because they're making teenage mistakes. It's not they're, they're not doing nothing yeah. that people that are doing. Yeah. Balloons or yeah. COVID parties. Kids are doing that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Even, I, point. it just looks worse. So someone has to tell them that yeah. look, this is what and, and when yeah. I speak to obviously I'm I'm men, I mentor quite a few kids. In the young in the professional game as well, like at, at these big clubs, yeah. so I always try to tell them that, and 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 I'm, and I'm massive on that. I'm like, look, I know your friends are doing that, but you can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. that's I think it's very important to let them know. Yeah, along those lines, for you, Femi, and people in a similar um, footballing history as yourself, regards to the clubs you've been at, um, so that youth players, is it a lot more different than being at the Quote unquote bigger clubs where you can do these mess ups at, for example, um, AC Wimbledon, but you can't do this at, um, for example, Man United or Aston Villa or whoever. Probably the likelihood is you're going to get away with it, but if you get caught, you're in trouble. The consequences are the same. I'll give you an example. There was a guy in our division um, okay. the other day 
they, his team, his team all got COVID tested. But a day after the COVID tested, the results had not come back. He was seen at a, a Halloween party, and a fan, a fan right. of his team was at a Halloween, Halloween party there as well. So the fan took a picture of him and sent it to the club, and he got suspended. Oh, that, that's a conference. Wow. So, uh, yeah, okay, you wow. can get away with it more, but if you get caught, the consequences wow. are still the same. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so back to QPR. So, obviously, now you are a professional footballer. Yeah. You are, like, you are, you, you are now living the dream, per se. Um, one, two questions. And one, how did your, your family take it? You're like, oh, my God, our son's now a pro bowler. The whole Nigeria now knows mm. what's going on, or was it? Uh, they kept it low key. And two, what yeah, did you was, do to was, say, "I cool, was, I need to now progress and forward"? Uh, everybody was, everybody was absolutely buzzing, you know. Uh, delighted. It was like a dream come true. It's like everything I've been doing up until that point is now. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy feeling to explain. If I could put it into words, there's no. Like, I feel like vocabulary is, is limited on explaining it because there's certain things just can't put into words. You know, <laughs> um, but it was a crazy feeling, and and yeah, it was just a matter of cracking on now, cracking on. And I remember when I completed that first year, the end of the back end of that first year was calling. I went into the second year. I remember I gave it everything I've got, literally everything. So when I've gone back, I'm doing really well, really well. And uh, I remember we played Chelsea in the game, done well. I done really well that game. Um, the reserves called me up again, you know, uh, and then um, there used to be times where, like, the first team needed a, a player, you know what I mean, like an additional player. Oh, we need yeah. we need a left footer for the session. So one time, yeah, so one time the youth yeah. manager's gone, take me go over, go over. And I've gone over and I've done well. Like, like I've said, like, like I've said, all right, technically... I've always, like, from a young age, I've always needed to get better. But in terms of, like, defending and being a man before your time, I was always that. So when I've gone there, and I'm up, I can't remember who I'm up against, but I remember I'm just, I'm, anyone that's coming more, I'm just getting the better of them. Getting the better of them, getting the better of them. One v one always been my, my strength. And then the manager at the time was Ian Dowie. So Ian Dowie was like, okay, this kid, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this kid. And then, and then yeah. there was a um, the, the youth team. This was a blessing in disguise because the youth team went to um, Portugal, not Portugal, Germany. And my passport didn't come in time, so I didn't get to go. But I still had to turn up at QPR. But I spent a week with the first team while everyone's in Germany, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking, oh man, I'm missing out on Germany, not knowing that this is the opportunity here. Do you get what I'm saying? And, yeah. and and yeah, like went well then. Boys have come back, and then there's a big, there's a big reserve game against um, West Ham at Upton Park. I'll never forget it. And like at, at, at youth team level, and that the squad list goes up after training. And that. So then I've gone to the squad list, and my name's on the list against West Ham. And it was like a mixture of like first team players and youth team players, and that. And I think there's only like two youth team players that got selected, me and someone else. So I've gone, played that game. I've done really, really well, really well. 
I remember my I remember my friends came to watch that game. Uh, you would fans weren't even allowed into the stadium, but my friends and family found a way into that stadium. Upton Park, Upton Park, they found a way into that stadium because I remember they were like <laughs> literally the only people in the whole stadium watching the game, and uh, and I'm really well really? then. And then from then, Ian Dowie was like, "All right, cool, we're gonna work closely with you. You're not far off from the first team. You need to just." focus um, and work on your right foot. So I started doing right foot training. And I feel like I could have worked harder at it. You know what I mean? Because when Ian Dowie, that's the first yeah. team manager telling you this, I took it seriously, but looking back at it, I could have took it more seriously. You know? And then it got yeah. to the point where I stopped playing youth team games, under 18 games. I just played reserves, focused on reserves. They created a, like, a development squad so like that's like a mixture of the young first team players and the best youth team players done that. So I was just training with the development squad and and it was good. It was it was really good. And then yeah, one day Ian Dowie just got sacked and it was like, oh my days, this is the guy that's been that's that's wanted me to, p- to progress and now he's gone, you know. And then they brought in they brought in like a foreign foreign manager, Paulo Souza. And these foreign managers are very, very technical, and that's where I lacked at the time, you know. <laughs> They're very so they just went no, boom, crazy, back to the yeah. youth team, back to you know what I mean? Like and cut long, yeah. long story cut short, yeah. I didn't get the pro. Like I was so unroute. I still feel like I should have got a pro, but I did I didn't get the yeah. pro. But I remember like when I didn't get the pro, like the um director of football saw me and he was like, hey, you didn't get a pro. I'm like, no, he's like, come to my office. Come to my office. You deserve a pro. I'm going to give you a pro. Uh, I didn't go to his office, you know. No. Oh, really? I, 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 you know how we used to think. You didn't go to his... They already told me I'm not getting a pro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So you just went home. <laughs> I'm not even gonna comment, you know. No, 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 no. So wait, you I just went home. He said, "Come to my office. I'm going to give I, you a and call." Go. And you went home. I was like, "You're you already told him I'm getting the first call." Man. Do you regret that? Do you regret it? Um, I don't regret it because I still ended up, I still ended up playing. But I would, I would have liked to see how it have planned out. If I'd done that, if I'd done... I would love, yeah. love to see how it would have done if I'd done that. But you, going back to what you said about Dai, you know when people talk about mm-hmm. locking football, I mean, there's a lot of locking football for me, isn't there? But that is one of the big, big things that I refer mm-hmm. to as lock. The manager that loves you takes mm-hmm. a shine to you and suddenly yeah. he's gone and the next guy yeah. doesn't fancy you. Yeah. That is luck, isn't it? That's the that's possibly the biggest aspect yeah. of luck in the game. I it think. is, it is. You've got to, you've got to hope certain people keep a job. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because Musa was saying exactly the same thing, you know, when we talked to him and stuff about people that he got. Mark McGee yeah. was big for him. and whatever. It's it's so, so important, isn't it? It's just very important. It's, it's possibly the yeah, most important thing. I mean, people people slag off um, De Boer when he was at Palace. He had a shocking mm. tenure. And he lost all his games, but it was him that brought one. Yeah, exactly. To the first team. Was exactly. pre season, you know, and then then they had three right backs injured to the first team, and, and Hodgson 
put him in because he's exactly. been around the first team from the Bulls time, and exactly. that, that's luck, isn't it? That's that's your, you know, and and, and that's what it's you know, it's such fine margins, yeah. isn't it? Tell me something. Um, you played reserves, not twenty ones. What do you? I mean, what is your view on the twenty ones compared to reserves? Very similar, but I would say reserves. There was more men playing, so. For example, exactly. for example, yeah. if yeah. you didn't play on Saturday, you play on, like first team. If you didn't play on Saturday, you played the reserve game during the week. You will play. Yeah. I think I think that's the big yeah. that's the big one, isn't it? That's what makes that, it better that, for me for makes, young players. That's what makes it much better, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, um, it was. I think I think it was good for my development. Like I always said, and I always emphasize on development. And this is why. I don't regret it, but I would love to. I would have loved to see it. This is why I don't regret it, is because for my development, I still did. I was always developing as a player, and that helped. That that that, that yeah. journey, at QPR, that stage in my career, I came out a better player than I went in. You know. Mm? Fantastic. So, Fem. You know, we, you, you said quite a yeah. few times that, all right, cool, technically that wasn't your strongest area. Did, did any coaches come to you and recognise that as well and then therefore focus your training yeah. regime around yeah. the technical side of things rather than just yeah. defending or knowing how to play or position or whatever it may be? So why, did that ever, like, become on par with all of your other attributes? Or, or no, was it now I still feel like, biggest I feel like lacked, when, when people want to put that stigma against you it's hard to rub off so I've worked so hard on on my technical side of my game and I'm technically I'm not technically the best but I'm technically more than capable of doing anything you know what I mean and and no one talks about it uh, still (laughs) you know what I mean I remember like the other day I played against my mate my (laughs) mate yeah and obviously, we do much analysis. So I was like to my mate, look, don't tell me about how you're going to play against us. Yeah? Just tell me what the manager said about me. And he goes, yeah, I can't lie. He was like, yeah, it's going to be hard to get around him. He's quick, he's strong. I was like, what, he didn't mention me on the ball or nothing like that? <laughs> and he was like, no, he didn't know. No matter how much I try to remove that, like, not remove it, but it's like, they're not going to say I'm technically bad no more, but it's still never going to be something they mention. Do you know what I mean? And, and I feel like along the years, yeah. when we'll, we'll get into yeah, it, yeah, I feel yeah. like along the years, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to focus so much on becoming that, it took away from the other side of my game. And it didn't, it didn't, it didn't get me anywhere. Do you know what I mean? So I feel okay. like in football, yeah. if you've got something, run with it. Market yourself on yeah. that attribute. Do you know what I mean? Really market yourself because yes. you look at yeah. you look at um Kulabali, yeah. They say Kulabali is arguably one of the best centre halves in the world, right? Technically, is he good? Okay, mm-hmm. okay, but he's still one of the best no. centre halves in the world, arguably, isn't it? Okay, because so, he just mastered so the other side. That's how he's marketed himself. That's how he's marketed himself. Being yeah, an yeah, ultimate yeah, defender, yeah. you know what I mean? And and you got to know what you bring to the table because you're in the you're in you're you're in the team it's not about how good you are it's about how good you can do a job that's what i tell players so when you see players with all this ability and uh, and they're not playing football and they're not in the starting 11 and they're complaining man i'm on the start i'm better than this guy I'm better than that guy it's because you can't do that job that he's doing 
Do you know what I mean? Say that, say that, say that statement again. Like, I always tell, I always tell the kids. In the back. I like that statement. How good you are. It's about how good you can do a job. And also, like, a lot of these players, that a lot of players I've mm. met, and they're like, oh, I'm not playing, I'm not playing, but I'm better than that guy. But you can't do what he's doing. He's doing a real job for the team. You know what I mean? You've got all of this. You haven't, yeah. you haven't, what are you going to do yeah. contribute towards for the team? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I've realised, I've just got to a stage where I've realised that, yeah. look, my contribution yeah. to the team is just to defend and keep a clean sheet or whatever, yeah? And and they're never going to tell me to go and spray this Diag ball or Fred, 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 ball through the eye of a needle. They're never going to tell me to do that, even if I could do it. You know what I mean? So just let them players do that and I'll do that. Yeah. So moving on, Femi, you left QPR. You went to Ashford Town, right? Is that correct? That's when, that's when real turbulence kicked in. Because when I left QPR, I was struggling that badly, you know. No club for at least six months. At least six months. In what terms of struggling do um, you mean? I was just at okay. home. I was going to the odd Conference South club for a training session here and there. Um, I went to Histon. They were in the conference and then I met, I met a good friend of mine, still a good friend of mine, Bradley. Um, he's Callum Hudson, although he's big brother. And he 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 start, he put his arm around me and he was like, look, yeah, started talking to me, started keeping my company. We used to travel into Hifton together. And along one of those journeys we travelled in together, he was like, yeah, Dagenham and Redfish, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay, give me, give me um, John Stoll's number. And he was like, yeah, the manager of Dagenham at the time. I was like, give me. But one thing with players, players are funny with managers' numbers. That's one thing I've got to tell you, like, you know what I mean? So him giving me that number was kind of like a big deal for me anyway. So anyways, he gave me the number and I rang John Still. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just like to him, look, I know you give young players a chance. I just want a chance. I know you don't know me from nowhere, but look, I just need the opportunity. And John Still is, I'll ring you back. Don't ring me back. I'll ring you back. Don't ring me back. I was ringing John Still for about a month. A month. And then one day he just rang me and he was like, yeah, come in tomorrow. And I was like, what? Tomorrow? Yeah, be in for 9.30. I was like, all right. So got up that morning, gone in 9.30. Like, now this, I'm, I think I'm 19, just turned 19. But like, now I'm with I'm with the first team. I'm in the, I'm training with the first team. Because Dagenham, they were in League 2 at the time. So in the playoffs, but you know when you're league, you don't really have the reserve team. So it's just first team and youth team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've gone and trained with the first team, and I remember it was another out of depth experience. Like I've gone and trained; uh, it was out of my depth again. Trained bad, but fortunately, he told me to come in the next day. Come in the next day, and I started, started getting used to it. Getting getting with the with the tempo and then they 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 do like on Fridays they usually do like starting 11s versus the players that ain't playing so we were playing against the starting 11 and I was the top goal scorer at the time I was just like kind of taking the mick out of him like he was just trying to run and I was just like putting him to the floor and all of that in it and everyone was laughing in it like who's this trialist how's the, how are you letting the trialist do this to me 
that's what everyone was saying to him. And then after 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 that training session, um, John Steele was like, "Yeah, I like you. I like you. Uh, we're gonna play you in one game." So then the next the next week we played against Tottenham reserves, and I've turned up to the game Tottenham reserves, and I'm like, right, "Cool, let's go, bro." I see Adegar Johnson walk out. I see Jonas Kabul. I see, bro, you see the players I saw coming out, I was like, oh my day. I thought it was top of the world, bro. Like, literally, you know what I mean? I'm 18, 19 at the time, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> we don't play around, bro. We don't do that. We don't play I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So anyway, we um, play that game, and I remember I played centre-half. Obviously, I'm a centre-half now, but I, I hadn't played centre-half. Before, before then, innit? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're the centre half now. <laughs> so yeah, um, go on, keep going. We're gonna get into that. Before, one. I'm playing, and I'm, I'm directly against Andrew Johnson, and this guy's movement. Like, see these type of players, yeah? They're not gonna do nothing to you, but it's their movement that's gonna foster Andrew Townsend. Every everyone played that game, don't you? Yeah. So, anyways. I'm playing against Andy Goodison. I remember, like, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well, but he's still, like, doing his thing in it. You know what I mean? So then after the game, everyone was like, nah, fam, you've done really, really well. You've done really well. Like, you've done well. And then the ma- the manager calls me, and the manager's like, yeah, you've done really, really well. You've done really well. But I can't sign you. And I'm like, what is that looking? I can't lie. You done really well. You couldn't have done any more, but I just can't sign you. I was like, "Oh my god, what would it mean?" Like, so, anyways, I'm walking off, and then they've called me back. They're like, "Hold on, how old are you?" And I think I've said 19. Yeah, and they've gone, "What? You're 19? What? Really? No, 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 no. Do you know what, what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? We're gonna sign you. We're gonna sign you. What we'll do right now? We'll sign you, and we're gonna send you on loan, and then." And then next season, yeah, you'll be you'll you'll be our player. Obviously, I get it because Dagenham were in the playoffs, and they ended up we ended up getting promoted to League One that year. You know what I mean? So they've signed me, sent me to Ashford. Do you remember how he used to look? He used to look like a beast, cause he looked about thirty year old man, and that's what they thought they had on their hands. We can get him going, then you know what I mean. We can sell him for X amount of money. You know what I mean? So that's probably why. Um, so yeah, I've gone Ashford. I played the rest of the season at Ashford. Okay, that was my first experience of like regular first team football, and then come back in pre season. I'm doing well, doing really well. And then Hiss then come back in the team. One of the trials that I went and when I was club, club came back, came back in for me, in it. And they were in the conference at the time, and I was 19. And they were like, look, Fem, do you want to go? And I was like, do you know what? Conference football at 19, I think I've got to go and take the opportunity. If I stay, I might not play here. You know what I mean? So I've packed my, packed my bags, gone Histon. Uh, done three months. I packed my bag and moved up okay, there. Okay. Play, playing there, doing really well there. Really, really well. Um, and I was playing centre-half up there as well. A, a mixture of left back and centre half, and then I've done really well. There. And then, out of the blue, Dagenham have recalled me back, 
And then when they've recalled me, I've come back now. And cause like I'm not I haven't been around the first team players like that. So a couple still don't know me. You know what I mean? Don't really know me that well. But I've just got back into it and then they're like, Yeah, you're traveling with us to St. Mary's. So I've traveled with the boys to um St. Mary's, Southampton. We got pumped. Alex Chamberlain ran the show. Um and I, I didn't make the bench, I was in the stands. I was in the stands. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he played on the right, but he scored like two goals. I left back, had a torrid, you know, and then, um, yeah, we've come back, trained, 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 and then we train. but I'm training really well, training really well. And then we do a, we do a little exercise where the winger has to run at the fullback. And obviously I'm going to, I'll do well in that. I'll do well in that exercise. And then I remember it's Friday and he goes, yeah, starting 11 for, well, the team for tomorrow. Go and pick up these bibs, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll be right back." Femi left back. I'm like, "What do you mean left back?" Like, so I've gone to, I've tried to do like the casual walk, like to pick up my bib. Like, and I've whispered, I've whispered to like my, my pal. Ad, I was like one of the only guys that was, <laughs> I was cool because I was still fresh in it in that team. So I whispered to him like, "What? Well, this league gone hard." He's gone. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, it, it is, you know. I'm like, "Oh, cheers, mate." You get me? So I've picked up the dude. We've done the shape. And then I've got a phone call from someone that works in the club. And and he's gone, yeah, manager's really thinking of starting you. Really thinking of starting you. I'm like, cool, I'll be ready. So go turn up the next day. And yeah, man, I'm, I'm starting in League One. It was crazy, man. It was just so crazy. Start with play older. Play older. Home. I get MOM. That is, yeah, that is crazy. Um, yeah, from then, and, then, not long after that, I think I signed a new contract and that's when I started making money. You know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, playing in League One, man, the dream the dream had come true, man. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. To, to add on to that, sorry, um, Femme, yeah. I was going to mention it next, actually, funny enough, so you, you actually beat me to it, but you mentioned start making real money, yeah? Don't go into the details of it, but... What was it like as for, for people who are younger married into this? Um, what was what was the type of money you're making? 100 pounds a week, uh, not even that 95 pounds a, 95 pound a week, and you get expenses. But, um, at the end of the month, you've got probably 800 quid in your account, you know what I mean? Eight, nine hundred quid in your account, more than enough for you to live on that youth income. You've got responsibilities like that, you know what I mean? Um, and then when I went Dagenham, the deal, obviously, because I came on trial, the deal wasn't great. So they signed me on the, they, they got me by the ball. They signed me on a three-year deal on absolute peanuts. But I had nothing else, you know. I had nothing else. So the only option was, they were like, but they did say to me, when you sign your, when you make your debut, we'll give you a new deal. So within three months, and, and, and they signed me on a three-year deal on, on peanuts, eh? If I didn't make my okay. debut, I would have been on peanuts for three years. Yeah. But like, I think like after three months, I made my debut. You know, and then that's when they gave me the, the, the new deal. So was that a verbal agreement for him? No, he stuck to his word. Okay. But, but obviously, there's lots of technicalities as well. Like, you, if you, you've got to give me a new deal because a club can, if a club wanted to come in for me, you've got to protect your asset in it, basically. To, to wrap it in a nutshell, you've got to protect your asset. So, uh, yeah, they had to give me a new deal for various reasons. 
if I'm correct, I forgot his name. Was it is it Emeka? Yeah, Emeka. He was your agent, right? His journey as an agent, and um, I allowed him to look after me. So he was the one that helped helped get on board. Obviously, he was still, he was new what he was doing at the time, but I trusted him, and obviously, he's got an empire now. He uh, he um, has Elite Project. He's CEO of Elite Project Group. They look after like Jaden Sancho and all of that now. So, um, but yeah, I think I was his first player, and yeah, he helped me do the deal. And we just, we just, we just literally navigated through the football thing together. So, so now you're first team player. You transitioned. Now you're making money. What's it? What's the life like living with, with a a decent amount of money in your back pocket and obviously doing lifestyle per se? So you have to actually learn money and study it. You know, so. You're doing things with your money. I'm not, and I've never been a crazy guy to do anything ridiculous. But you're doing things with money, and you should, you shouldn't, you, sh- you just don't need to do. You know what I mean? So the whole point of this um, podcast or this series per se, life, life um, outside the Premiership, is to go into a bit more detail about you don't need to mix the Prem to have a, a decent lifestyle, and you can you can be a professional footballer and be happy with yourself, and you know the ones there. So. Um, don't need to go into too much details regarding the figures per se, but if you want to, it's up to you. But what type of money was you making? I was playing in League One, and it wasn't a lot of money for League One, to be honest. But obviously, Dagenham, they, 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 they caught me lacking. I did, uh, uh, probably around 30, 40 grand a year. You know? <laughs> uh, and obviously, yeah. That, so there's, there's money. So at 19, getting 30, 40 bags a year, that's all right, you know. Thinking about it now, that's actually mad because people in this day and age get that now. So we are big men and, and women. So, so, yeah, that's actually sick. I knew it was always going to increase because of the position I'm in, you know what I mean? And and, and thankfully, it did. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was always going to get more and more and more. Have you fairly so, happy? Yeah, 100%. So, right now, obviously, uh, I'm coaching. I'm just about to finish off my UEFA B. Uh, I'm, I'm doing mentoring young players, um, yeah. working closely with a couple of my people. And also, I'm doing one to one coaching as well. So, obviously, along my career, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I've soaked up, a lot of information I've soaked up over the years. And I've realised that, okay, cool. There's no point leaving the game. When you finish, you might as well go into another department. You know what I mean? I'm doing all of those three. And to be honest, yeah. they're all going really well. They're going really well. I'm, I'm probably at I'm Lambeth Tigers. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm coaching there. Oh, really? Okay. I know Dave Marriott, um, yeah. the, the big connection with Crystal Palace. Do you know Weston Parks as well? No, no, no. He's Weston Parks. Do you know Weston Parks? Okay, no. no. I know Dave. He's a good mate of Dave's. Um, so, yeah, my, my, my eight-year-old was at Palace for a while yeah. um, when we were down in London, so I got to know them. Yeah, Palace, it is. Yeah. It's, it's a good, good club. So, good yeah, club. I'm there doing the 15 and like just doing mentoring young, young professionals and like the Arsenals and those type of clubs. And obviously in around my level as well, yeah. just anyone that needs kind of like help and assistance, I just help mentor them. And then also, yeah, I'm doing that one-to-one personal coaching and that as well. So it's good. It's good. Yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, Fem, let me ask you a question, yeah? <laughs> because I don't know if you yeah. know, um, you went to my school, um, Ada, you know him, Corey. 
He was a good left it back. It depends on your attributes. So why why been, does that happen? How did that I've happen? I've always been... You've got left backs that can do the up and down thing. up and, and, I, and I could do it. I could do it. But I've always known that my value is on the defensive side of the pitch. You know what I'm saying? That's where I, my value is. I can attack, but I've never, ever been... Mm. I told you I've got 16 assists this season. I've never been that guy. Bombing do you know what left I mean? back. Uh. And it was just the case of thinking, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. I want to become a centre half now, man. I believe I believe I can get more clean sheets. I believe I can get more clean sheets than I can get. Yeah, because you know what? There was a game. Yeah. Yeah, there was a game that came on where you yeah. was playing. It was on BT Sport. It was for Bourne Woods. And you whipped in the cross and it was terrible, cuz. And I was just like, yeah, that's not... <laughs> He's not that left back. Yeah. Him, it? But on the defensive... I wasn't expecting that. On the that defensive, you was hard still. <laughs> but you whipped in one ball. I was just like, oh, no, man knows this guy as well, man. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's mad, Jay? You're, you're basically no. uh, the conference um, Wambasaka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah basically. All right, let him drive, boys. Let him drive. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, trust me. I'm not complaining. Don't mind it. I'm turning back. You can't even really do a but, crossing. I see you, fam. I see you. I, I, do you know what it is? You know when, you know when the opposite coach here will say, "It's right, boys. Let him drive. It's fine. It's fine." No, no but no, let him cross it. Let him cross it. Do it. My value lies in the defensive after the pitch. So I just, I just thought, let me just hone in on this fully and see what happens. And and I honed it on it. Uh, I honed it on it first year. Yeah, last season was the first season I played. That's good discipline still. Um, we had the best defensive record in the league. Not just saying because of me, obviously it was a collective thing. And we we made us the playoffs. We lost in the semi-finals of the playoffs to get promoted to League Two. So this will be another full season. So I'm just interested to see um, what happens, man, how it goes. You know what I mean? Have you hit your prime yet, Fem? Do you think? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but no, no. Do you know what I'm thinking? Like, what, he's, he's just he's just hit thirty. Like what? He's, right, cool, but he's approaching like... his thirtieth birthday. Bro, I'm just in the grand scheme of oh, things. Even professional football. You know what I'm saying? I don't like when people don't signal when it's thirty. It's downhill from no, you're just getting started because that's when you become the the whole the whole player that you've always envisioned yourself from being. Do you know what I mean? Okay, let's put this into a real life situation let's see what you can do with this now yeah, so I yeah hear, like you no know one if you think 30 years old you're getting older no that's when you're just you're just getting started man even looking not even just not even just football you look at NBA as well Jordan well, how old was Jordan when he won his first ring so he's at 30 isn't it you know what I mean like uh, LeBron LeBron won his first ring at 28 years old uh, like trust yeah yeah I suppose it's just one of those things. I don't know if it's media based, but obviously the, the yeah. it comes across as especially in professional football, once you hit your thirty, yeah, look at no, Chelsea. For a long like period of time, Chelsea are not offering players over thirty longer than a one year deal. Want. Do you think, um, Femi, do you think part yeah. of the, the, the yeah. fact you feel so fresh and 
is is that you didn't start at six, seven, eight years old, and and you didn't play, you know. And True. Uh, a lot of the, as we said earlier, yeah. you know, a lot but, of these kids did um, by sixteen. You, you could, know, you could say standard. that, but I would like to think is <laughs> that, that I, 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 I take my I take my stuff very seriously. So like, so yeah. like, we've got a game when I was I was out yeah. this morning doing a cool down recovery. You know what I mean? Um, I was on the phone roller just before you. you I came on the phone uh, on the on this podcast to you guys. I look after myself, and and I feel like a lot of players they work they work hard and what the work, but they don't do it as a whole. Like you have to look after your body as well. It's part of the work, part of the work. And I look up my body, and that's why I feel I feel yeah. good right now. I really feel good. Yeah. Mm. 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 When did you realize you were um, to the prem? Well, there was or did you even points. want to make it? So when I first. Prem. Got relegated from the football Pardon? league from League Two to Conference. I realized, all right, cool. You need to start thinking of other things you're going to do, you know. And and you still have hope and you still dream, but you just think in the back of your mind, you've got other things. You've got to start thinking of other things. And then the second point when I realized, all right, cool, was this summer. Now. I know it's like late. It's late. I wouldn't say I realize I'm not going to the prem, but I realized that. All right, cool. You need to you need to um, spread spread your energy across everything you're doing now. So, hence why I'm I'm doing the UEFA B. Hence why I'm doing one to one coaching. Hence why I'm mentoring players. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 I, and I fully indulge myself in all of those ventures. It's not I'm not flirting with any of them. I'm, I'm 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 all the way in with all of that. So yeah, I would say at 25, the seed was planted. But yeah, now the action is being take, taken of, like you said, life outside of the prem. But football is a blessed thing. Like, listen, man, I'm 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 blessed, man. Like, I I've got no complaints about how the career has gone. The older I get, the more I appreciate it, and I just feel like everything I've soaked up over my career, it's just it's gonna, it's gonna show in the next chapter. So in the next chapter of my life. So I didn't, I didn't play prem in this stage of my life, but I will, I will be living, doing whatever I'm doing. It will be at Premier League level in the next stage of my career. Do you know what I mean? My guy, yeah. my guy. Yeah. Six, 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 six. I like that. I like to hear that. That's, that's, that's what. That's crazy. It's crazy to say that. And crazy to think it. And I'm, I'm I, knowing you, baby. Love, I'm love sure. Me. Like, I'm proud of you as well, man. You're doing a lot. Like, trust me, man. I'm, I'm super proud of you, like. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, what is a good? <laughs> you oh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, nah, yeah. man, fam, I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, big up, man. I'm, big up. I really for appreciate real. what you've done and what you, we're going to achieve. And I'm only, I'm sure you'll do nothing but big and better things, man. Definitely, man. Like, is 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 the struggle to kind of make it still about? Yeah, there's, 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 there's. There's always struggle, but yeah, it's not as frequent. I feel like the parents, as I said earlier in the um, in the podcast, he was like, "Yeah, the parents are su- more supportive." You know what I mean? So they're dropping the kids off now rather than having the hot trains. And- yeah, like there's even times that like, even at like Lambeth, you get the one or two kids that turn up late and that, but then you got like the car park full up with parents waiting for their kids, and I'm, and these kids are like, under I do the 15s. 
And I was thinking, bro, when I was on the 15, I was traveling to it's South. It's not South. happening. It's not, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. The, the most our parents will do is on a Saturday, they give you a little three pound subs money to go and play your little football. <laughs> and, and, exactly. and even even when it comes to the new season to register, they're not really trying to front 20 pounds for you no. to register for the season. It's, no, it's mad. It's mad. I not. think you're right there, actually. I think you didn't know the head there. I think there's a massive culture change now where, like, they believe I'm speaking, it. I'm, yeah, I'm speaking from an African perspective now. Yeah, I, speak, I can't speak for uh, other. Um, Caribbeans for so much, but Africans particularly. Okay, okay, maybe be more clear. Nigerians, read your book. <laughs> Don't even make noise. Read your book. Yeah, sure. Book, 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 book. But now they've seen money. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's 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 now give this boy. Let's push this boy now. Yeah. So it's now true. they see it as it's, it's a lot we ticket now. If he makes it, thank God. If he doesn't make it, at least he's still got a book. Exactly. Whereas before it was just pure book. Exactly. It's true. It's true. Sure. So, it's a yeah. complete culture change. The, the, the culture change is, is crazy, man. I'm not going to lie. And even Nigerian, even Nigerians are changing, you know, a day. Like, bro, like, I've done a one-to-one with um one one Nigerian kid on on the other day, like a couple of days ago, and his dad, his dad was right there. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. His dad supporting them, like, there, watching the front line, just telling me this, that, that, taking them to every training session and bringing them to one-to-one sessions, taking them games. So... I feel like people have just, yeah, parents have just clocked on that. Okay, cool, yeah, your kids, my child can 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 become yeah what they want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I think everyone's on that. Do you know the new the new term like Project Mbappe and all that stuff? Everyone's yeah, thinking, yeah, everyone's on that. Yeah, so, everyone's on it, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, and now they see it as an investment. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It no, literally, <laughs> literally, that's how they're seeing it as an investment. You know what I mean? And yeah, they hope to get a return, man. Which is good. Well, yeah, but good. you see, in, in some cases, I think this might be for another pod, in it? But is it a case of these kids are all loving it? Because when the parents invest it too heavily because that's what they want and the kid don't really want it so much, you get me? Because I can only imagine if I play football just because I like it, I like playing with my boys, but then my dad sees that I'm a mad talent and he's just pushing me down this route, mm. I might not enjoy it so much. Yeah, I feel like that as well. Like, so. there's, there's difference between a supportive parent and a parent that's investing yeah. their support. You well, see what I'm saying? Would you know what, yeah? Uh, yeah, we might have to save that one for off-the-record chat because there's good and there's bad to everything, isn't it? But, mm, mm, mm. And, and, and I chat to... I do chat to like, a lot of people about parents' chronicles and the pressure parents put on put on their kids. But So it's a, it's a balance of the both. But listen, there's always going to be good and bad in every situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, last question for me yeah. then. Um, can you please, one more time, just let Ade know that man was better than me? Ah! Please. <laughs> please. End it. End it. Do you know what the bait man's had, yeah? Do, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What I'm saying, anyway, okay, wait, wait. Let me jump in. Listen here. to Actually, it. Look, he's under the friend wait, wait, wait. I have to. I have to. I personally think, yeah, you see, when we was playing Man in St. John, it was me and Frank. Say that, say that or not. It was Frank. Frank was above me. I'm it was Frank, I'm not saying Frank was another level, but... Oh, yeah, I was I on... Frank was serious. Yeah, but actually, you was the man for your team and Godfrey. No, and when we used to play Summit Carib, I lie, it wasn't Frank kicking the ball and just dusting. Yeah, but this is what you need to understand, Ade, yeah? Ashley didn't have pace, bro. You just used to kick the ball and run past everyone, fam. Fair you know what I was effective, innit? Yeah, I know, but... but, but <laughs> it was but, super effective. But that means Ashley was better, because Ashley did it without no speed, bro. Do you know what? I, I was saying... Run through the whole team wait, by on, myself. I would say, earlier on, I was better than Ashley, and Ashley overtook me. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that, uh, it's fair. Yeah, I wasn't there. Remember, I joined St. John's a little bit late, so I didn't see... I didn't uh, think I've boxed up a career that many times. 
We always oh. dishing out every man. We, 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 we always playing the Bets United and the yeah, t- um, um, and Bethwin, Bethwin, and MTS. Yeah, beat up Bethwin. Yeah, we we um we we um we slapped every team. Every team. Yeah, Every team got slapped. You did. But uh, it is what it is. But, anyway, but you see, when I had that 10 on my back with the captain's armband yeah. and my predators, it was a mazza. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. I can't lie, actually, it was cold. Yeah. But anyway, no, but anyway, fam, yeah. anyway man, big, big up yourself, fam. Hey, big up yourself, fam. Oh, I love uh, Man, loves what you do, you know. You're, you're the hard brother in the room, really, boy. No, I love to get where you got, man. man. Seeing the hard work visually. Yeah. From a young age, so big up yourself. Man. No, use you, you both as well, man. And to keep keep doing this thing, this project, this um, podcast is serious, man. So. Right. Just keep, yeah, keep we'll sticking it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Love anyway, everyone, um, no ball games podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a wrap. Love your conversation yeah. with Femi. Till yeah. next time. Yeah. Big up. Peace Love out, boys. Cool, cool.